This episode of the Main Event Talk podcast is brought to you by Richest Billiards, 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes, new name, same place. And I know that everyone has been anticipating to return back over to Richard's Billiards. I mean, it's only going to be a matter of time before we walk back into those doors, into that bar once again. And only be a matter of time before we go in there and have ourselves another big-ass beer. It'll be a matter of time before we walk in and get that another shot going or, you know, shooting some pool, conversating with old friends, jamming out some good music. It's only going to be a matter of time, guys, but we got to be patient. We got to be patient. We got to chill out. We got to relax. It'll only be a matter of time. This pandemic has killed all of us. But there's hope. There is hope. There will be hope for all of us. And it'll only be a matter of time. Richard's Billiards, understand the formalities of the situation that's been brought upon you. You will reopen. It's going to happen. And the main event and the entire world is ready for Richard's Billiards to reopen once again to have that another beer, have that another shot, shoot some pool, conversate with friends, jam out some good music, check out some badass bands, and the whole nine yards. So guys, don't worry. It'll be a matter of time. And even if it doesn't try to open, I will continue to mention Richard's Billiards' name every single time I'm on this podcast. So don't worry. It'll be a matter of time. Every time we take a look at that big-ass beer, watching all the beer flow right into the empty bottle, and it fills up all to capacity. We drink the beer. We drink the shot. It doesn't matter if it's tequila. It doesn't matter if it's Jaeger. It doesn't even matter if it's fucking Fireball. As long as we get our shot in. Point is, it's only going to be a matter of time before myself and everyone that's listening to this podcast knows... We're coming back to Rich's Billiards. When this whole thing is over, when this whole pandemic is over, when this whole chaos is over, when, when we get rid of that stupid president of ours, we will be able to come back to Rich's Billiards and have ourselves a good time one more time. Once again, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. No name, same place. Take 
was 40 below summer right there doing a song entitled new age slaves that appears off there uh, i believe there's a 2006 album the last dance and uh you know I've, I've been wanting to play 40 below summer for a while you know i i always like to play every single different song every time i do these podcasts you know i went ahead and played uh i think it was what i played seether last week and then I played Dragon Lord, and then I played a bunch of other. I, I like to mix things up a little bit, you know, just to keep the interest of the audience to know exactly which man I'm dealing with right now. Well, right now, this band is 40 Below Summer. Now, you can hear this song off of the album The Last Chance, or The Last Dance, I'm sorry. And you can hear it on Spotify. And I've seen 40 Below Summer. They came over here to Corpus a long time ago. I think it was 2004. I was over at a show with my friend Roman. And went over to see them with Shinedown. And at that time, Shinedown was, uh, was coming up. I think it was 2003, 2004. They were on tour with them. And I had a chance to see 40 Below Summer right before they got off the stage and everything. Great to see him. Know Max quite well. Max is um, the singer for the band and also, you know, uh, someone that has been friends with me on Facebook for a while. And, and it's, kind of, it's kind of cool that I have certain people on my Facebook that... I keep in contact with, especially when they are a part of some badass bands and stuff. So 40 Below Summer, love the band, love the music and everything. They've released several albums since then. Uh, the first one is The Invitation to the Dance, which is the first album. 
the third album or the second album i'm sorry the morning uh the morning after this one right here is truly one of their best ones their best album right here everything from self-medicate to uh taxi cab confession one of my favorite songs right there rain one of my favorite ones breathless better life monday song fe awakening alienation and a season in hell so if you've never heard of that album go over to spotify and look for 40 below summer and look for the morning after and speaking of albums like that that's the second album the third one what we just heard um the last dance the next one is rain the other one is fire at zero gravity and the last one that they did was transmission in fair in fared or something like that <laughs> but anyways get a chance to listen to 40 below summer while you can if you want to look for that same song that you just heard all you got to do is go over to spotify and look for the album last dance and then look for the first song which is called new age slaves you'll love that song you'll love the album you'll love the band i follow them on facebook and i also you know have one of the members on my on my facebook and everything Welcome to this very special edition of the Main Event Talk Podcast. I am the Main Event Player, the Super City God of my God's King of my Kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. We've got a lot we need to talk about. We're only one week away from NXT TakeOver 30, and we're also one week away from WWE SummerSlam. It is coming, it is coming, it is coming, and we are ready to check it out live as it happens on the WWE Network. We got a lot of matches that are going to happen over at SummerSlam. A lot of matches are going to happen in NXT TakeOver. We're going to cover that whole situation and so much more. And also, we got to cover the worst thing. The worst thing that could possibly happen in professional wrestling. And my God, I didn't think this was going to happen. What happens when you have the biggest wrestling star in the company lose to the worst thing that you could possibly see on national television? Oh, you'll find out what that is in just a moment. Now, before we go ahead and do that, uh, before we go ahead and do what we have to do, the main event would like to extend his thank yous to everyone because as most of you guys know... uh, I did an episode, I did two episodes last week. One was just to talk about the Raw Underground and talk about some of the stupidity that you see in professional wrestling and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, I went ahead and released an album, or I'm sorry, I went ahead and released a podcast uh, last week on the anniversary, on the 34th anniversary of Transformers the movie. Um, I saw the movie once again, like I do every single year when I see this movie, And I went ahead and released a podcast about it, you know, talked about the movie and talked about everything that happened and some of the behind the scenes stuff that had happened. uh, I think you've seen on the Blu-ray, but now was released right here on the podcast. So I just wanted to go ahead and extend my thank yous to everyone that had a chance to listen to it. And if you have not had an opportunity to listen to the 8-8-20-34th anniversary of Transformers the movie, get your chance to listen to it over on the Main Event Talk podcast on Spotify or wherever it is you find your favorite podcast. Now, we've got to talk. Yes, we've got to talk. We've got to talk about what the hell just happened Last night, well, not last night, uh, actually, this happened around Wednesday, okay, this happened right around Wednesday, and I'm watching an episode, I'm watching, what you call it, 
AEW Dynamite, right? I'm watching this. And I'm wondering to myself, okay, I'm watching some of these things that are happening. Everything from um, the one-on-one match with Cody Rhodes against Scorpio Sky. Great match. Great match. (coughs) By the way, love the finished work on the TNT Championship. Looks great. Dig it. Also... I wanted to talk about, let's see, um, not, the, not the fact that FTR went ahead and be, decided to become full heels, which we've known they've been heels for a long, long time, but now they've, you know, they're catching on and everything else like that. I didn't want to talk about any of those matches that took place in AEW. The one match that I wanted to talk about the most is the match between Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Now, before we talk about that, I think I may have, I don't think I mentioned this on my podcast, but I'm going to mention it here. This happened last week. Um, As you guys know, Chris Jericho has a Saturday night podcast that he does every time. You see it live on Facebook. You see it live on YouTube. And Chris Jericho apparently had did a show over in South Dakota. And this show which, uh, you know, a lot of people were still upset about. The fact that there were several people that were at this... I'm not sure if it was an arena or if it was at a club. It was somewhere over in South Dakota. And I think Chris Jericho went ahead and decided to do a show over in South Dakota, right? Fans were there. Fans were at attendance to see the show. One problem. There was no social distancing. There were no people wearing any masks. And from what I understand, no masks were required. Really. No masks were required. Oh, wow. So you can imagine a lot of fans are upset about this. And now, and then we'll get the other side of the coin. You know the other side of the coin. The other side of the coin where they say, well, Furman, all of them were tested and all of them were, yes, it, well, look, it doesn't matter. You're, you're in a pandemic and I don't understand. I don't even understand why Chris Jericho is even bothered to even try to do a live show and everything else like that. And I, I can understand him doing the live show if this was performed say, live on Facebook or, or live, you know, without an audience or, or something like that, that would have been okay. But I can understand the significance, okay? And this kind of puts a lot of bands, a lot of bands, that are upset with how this went down. A lot of fans are upset this, how this went down. So Chris Jericho pretty much has explained that they're all tested and everything else like that, and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't really mean anything. It really doesn't. Because if Chris Jericho... Look, if there's all these bands that have not performed, that have not done anything in the past few months since this pandemic you know, had started, what's the point of Chris Jericho even trying? Even trying to put out something like this? I don't know. I guess it's stupidity from within, so to speak. Speaking of stupidity within... Which leads me to what happened at W at AEW's Dynamite. Now, here I am, right? I'm watching. I'm watching AEW Dynamite. Now I'm seeing this on YouTube. I'm not seeing this on on TNT. Okay? So I'm watching this, right? And I'm thinking, okay, what's gonna happen, you know, with this rematch between Orange Cassidy and 
Okay, well, better yet, you know what? Instead of that, let's get to the match, shall we? Let's see if we can get right to it. Here we go. This is what I'm looking at right here. Let me see if we can raise the volume up a little bit. Back as opposed to turning to his side. We're going to try it again. Here we go. Put some minutes pressure and Watch. work on the knee joint of a seasoned veteran who has, like any other seasoned veteran, is going to have some joint problems, yeah. including the knees. Absolutely. And, and Jericho blocked that last third attempt, I should say third attempt of the Dragon School that needed the face. And look at Orange. Uh-oh. Oh, he's going to the walls here, baby. Go to the walls. Watching this matchup between Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy to kind of get an idea of what's going on and to give everyone an idea of what has transpired. Cassidy needs to stay on his elbows and try to get to that bottom rope. Correct, Tony. You're right. It's funny how this matchup looks good, but yet it becomes a joke at the very, very end. We're going to be with you here on Dynamite. We'll be on Saturday night, August 22nd, 6 o'clock Eastern Time, or after the NBA, right here on TNT. Next time we'll be with you. It'll be Saturday night, August 22. You heard that from JR next Saturday. Coming back, huh? Oh, how about a small package right here? Got him out! Or he's trying to use a small package exactly, but he couldn't quite execute it. Let me kind of go. Let me kind of try to go forward on this, so that way we can see what the hell is going on. Because I wanted to see the end of this match, because this was just what what really shot me. Okay, here we go. Here we go, right here. Round kick to the face. He's using the Superman punch from Roman Reigns, Orange Cassidy is. Santana Ortiz, best friends. Oh no, Jake Hager. Jake Hager. He comes Hager. Oh, for God's sake. Kyoto's not looking. He's high crotch. Mike is not watching. Jake Hager did his job, took out Orange Cassidy, and Chris Jericho probably has no clue, but he's turning around. He's about to win this match. Oh, my God. Is this how it's going to be? He's got it. This is Jericho. No, it's not it. It's not it. This match continues. Are you fucking kidding me? Can't believe it. I tell you what, Cassidy was that close to paying seven thousand dollars to Chris Jericho. Hard stiff shot by Jericho. Seven thousand dollars for a jacket that's covered in orange. Oh, nice. Go behind here. Let's see. Oh, oh, oh boy, got him. Shot out of the end bag. Well, yeah. Kyoto didn't see it. Went for the juice effect. Missed it. Rolled him up. Got himself a mouse trap there. He's got a mouse trap. Oh, Okay, um, I don't know if you guys heard that, but just in case you didn't, let's hear that one more time because I still can't believe it either. The end bag, but yeah. Kyoto didn't see it. Went for the juice effect, missed it. Rolled him up, got himself a mouse trap there. He's got a mouse trap. Oh Okay, you heard it, I heard it, everybody else heard it. Chris Jericho loses to Orange Cassidy on AEW Dynamite.
Oh yeah. This one more time just to get it out of the way. AEW Dynamite. Chris Jericho loses to Orange Cassidy on AEW Dynamite on TNT. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking insane? Are you high? How much fucking weed have you been smoking to get this shit out of the way? Are you fucking mad? So, here I am. (coughs) I'm watching this. And I'm saying to myself, why? Why would you do And I know right away there are some people that are looking at this and they're listening to this. And they're saying, well, Furman, you see, the purpose of this is, is that Orange Cassidy needs to be put over by Chris Jericho. So he did the right thing by putting over Orange Cassidy. He's over with the fans. He's over with the fans. No, he's not. No, he is fucking not. Let me get this straight. You're going to tell me. You're going to sit here and tell me that a guy like Chris Jericho, who has faced off some of the best wrestlers in the history of this industry, he faced off against guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin, guys like The Rock, guys like Triple H, guys like Shawn Michaels. He's faced off against some of the best wrestlers in this industry, and yet he faces off against a guy like Orange Cassidy, and he loses just like that. I can understand the first match, okay? Even though it was still a fucking joke, at least Chris Jericho won the first match, which is good, right? And I'm hoping to God, I hope to God that there was not going to be a second match. And sure enough, oh, the match is going to happen. You know why? Chris Jericho said one week ago, we're not going to have a rematch. It's not going to happen. No way, no how, never. And then he decides to go ahead and deliberately go ahead and put this match together for everyone to watch. The match shows up over an AEW Dynamite. Chris Jericho loses to Orange Cassidy. I don't know how many times I have to say that. Chris Jericho loses to Orange Cassidy. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, Jericho. My fucking God. I'm, it, oh, my. It, it's, it's, like, it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin losing to Barry Horowitz. It's like The Rock losing to the Brooklyn Brawler. <coughs> How? It's like it's it. Here's one. It's like Goldberg losing to Gilberg. Are you fucking kidding me? This is the thing. Okay, let's let's kind of compose ourselves a little bit because this is one of these things where I'm looking at this as like, okay, well, this is a horrible dream. Okay, this this must be a fucking dream, right? Yes, that's what it is. So here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go in my bed. All right, I'm gonna lay in my bed. I'm gonna have myself a big fucking ass red soda. Okay, I'm gonna drink myself a big ass red soda. Then I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna wake up in the next few hours and I'm gonna pretend that it didn't happen. All of a sudden, it's happening. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was saying, oh, well, Chris Jericho did the right thing by putting him over. Oh, my God. Well, Chris Jericho did the right thing. Yes. The only thing is, he should have been put over. Absolutely. Chris Jericho should have been put over a fucking bridge, along with Orange Cassidy, for putting that, this, this travesty on my fucking ring. <coughs> Let me tell you something. I said this before, and I'll say it again. Orange Cassidy is a great entertainer. He's not the greatest wrestler of all time. He's not. Okay? Let's get that out of the way, please. Because I know some people are going to want 
to have Chris Jericho put over on Orange Cassidy. He is a great entertainer, okay? Understand this. Orange Cassidy is a great entertainer. Now, the thing that everyone needs to understand is that you can't have someone like an Orange Cassidy get put over like that. You can't. Because if people decide that they're going to they're going to go ahead and put over someone like an Orange Cassidy, what does that make that company look like? You know, seriously, I mean, we're talking about a guy who puts his hands in his pockets, a guy that hasn't had that many matches in his career, a man that I feel, in my view, shouldn't even be in the main event of anything at all. It's one thing when you talk about Chris Jericho, you know, but... When you have someone like an Orange Cassidy come around, what does that make that company look like? I mean, what does it do? What does it really do? You know, all I can say about that is this. You can like. You can like what's going on. You can dig what's going on and everything. But the thing is, not a whole lot of people are going to take this seriously. Not a whole lot of people are going to like how this is going to turn out. So to close this out, well, we're not at the end here, but to close this part of the subject up, here's the thing that people need to know about. Orange Cassidy is a great entertainer. He's not a great wrestler. It don't matter what anybody says. You can sit here and give me all the statistics. You could tell me, well, when he gets going, he gets going, Furman. He will prove you wrong. No, he won't. All he will prove that... Is that he's just in there to make money and to prove to the wrestling world that it is nothing more than a fucking joke. Because that's what it's become. A joke. Let's call it like we see it, guys. Look, you can like Orange Cassidy. You can dig what he is. That's fine. It doesn't matter. The point is, Chris Jericho lost to Orange Cassidy. If the matchup were to end with Cassidy... Losing and Chris Jericho, I would have thought about this a whole lot differently. I wouldn't worry about it. But, unfortunately, it is what it is. There's really nothing we could do about it at this point. And it's just going to end up being exactly what I've known all along. The fact that, yes, Chris Jericho is a tremendous athlete. Chris Jericho is great at what he does. But, however, with Orange Cassidy... No matter how you see it, Orange Cassidy is an entertainer. He is not a great wrestler. Okay, so look, the thing, the the sad part is, the sad part is, fans will like Orange Cassidy. They will. They won't like him because he's a great wrestler. They like him because he's an entertainer. He entertains the hell out of a lot of people. And yes, you can dig that. You can dig that. But for me and for others like me, We are going to continue to watch great wrestling. That's why when people want to go ahead and watch AEW for funs, for thrills, for kicks, for shits, for giggles, and whatever, I just watch it and I say to myself, "Uh, uh, okay, yeah, oh, ah, ah, I see, yeah, oh, what, what the f? Hey, ooh, ha, and that is what happens. And then when I go to the WWE Network and I watch something called Primetime Wrestling, say 1989, I'd be like, ah, that's what it's okay. That's what, that's what I'm talking. Yep, that's the fucking guy right there that is what it's supposed to mean okay this 
is an atrocity, an act of injustice. And Chris Jericho, I love you. You're a great wrestler. You're tremendous. But you just made yourself a complete ass after watching that atrocity. And Orange Cassidy, you may have, you may be a big time star right now, but your star is gonna fall all the way to the fucking ground, and all of us are gonna see to it that it happens. Okay? Here comes the legend killer, Randy Orton, the most dangerous man in sports entertainment today. Randy Orton is coming for the WWE Championship. I have a whole bunch of receipts to cash in. The passion and desire of Drew McIntyre. I don't see a leader standing before me. I see a selfish The SummerSlam, I'm gonna rip off your head. The sadistic legend killer, Orton and McIntyre for the WWE Championship. You will never see it coming. WWE SummerSlam is coming next week, guys. It's going to happen Sunday, August 23rd, live as it happens on the WWE Network. We're going to be talking a lot about SummerSlam and so much more. Now, speaking of what's going to happen at SummerSlam weekend, let's talk about what's going to happen at NXT TakeOver 30. Let's talk about some of the matches that have already been signed and it's already been official. And most of these matches are going to be taking place at NXT TakeOver 30. Now... Let's see if we can find that if you don't mind. Uh-huh, there we go. NXT TakeOver. Trying to read into this real quick. There we go. All right. <clears throat> NXT TakeOver, live as it happens, Saturday, August 22nd, live on the WWE Network. Several matches are going to be taking place for this event. And let's see if we can look to some of the matches that are going to happen. Now, here's the thing. Before we talk about NXT TakeOver 30, we know for the past couple of days that we've been hearing a lot of rumors about both NXT TakeOver and NXT TakeOver... I'm sorry. NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam are both not going to be at the Performance Center. As a matter of fact... SummerSlam is actually being moved to a different location. It's, it, it's, it's actually going to still be in the same area, which is going to be in Orlando, Florida. But I think they're going to move it over to a bigger venue, which I think is necessary. Now, the good news is it's going to be moved over to a different event, which I thought it was going to be at a beach or I thought it was going to be at a boat. And I would love for it to be at a boat. I would love for it to be at a boat, like a ship or a cruise ship or something like that. That way it would be more interesting. But the bad news is, I mean, there's a possibility of no fans attending this event, which could lead the WWE in a whole lot of trouble. But we'll see what happens next week when everything comes into play. Now, let's look at some of the matches that are going to take place over at NXT TakeOver, um, NXT TakeOver 30. Now... We know about the, let's see, the one-on-one matchup everyone's talking about. It is official. It is going to happen at NXT TakeOver 30. It's going to be Adam Cole going one-on-one against Pat McAfee. That's going to be taking place, and no doubt that I'll be talking about NXT TakeOver next week as it happens because we got a two-part episode to be coming uh, next week. Now, also, Io Shirai will defend the NXT Women's Championship against Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai is on a major role and she is looking to go after the NXT Women's Championship as she tries to take it away from Io Shirai if that happens. Now, 
The NXT North American Championship will be decided for its, you know, the vacated championship in a ladder match. Now, so far, there have there are five triple threat matches. Well, actually, there were five matches that were going to determine who was going to be a part of it. So far, the people that have been qualified are Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and then just this past week was Cameron Grimes. So these three are in the matches, so that leaves two spots over. Now, the next one will determine who's going to get in. So, next week, it's going to be Johnny Gargano versus Ridge... Wait, actually, wait a minute. Yeah, Johnny Gargano... Okay, I may be mistaken here, but I think it's going to be Finn Balor versus Ridge Holland and the Velveteen Dream against Johnny Gargano. So that's <clears throat> that's going to be taking place to determine which of these two matches are going to take the last two remaining spots in the ladder match for the vacated NXT North American Championship. And I know there's some people that are going to want me to talk about the Velveteen Dream. We'll talk about that in just a moment. And of course, for the NXT Championship, Keith Lee going one-on-one against Karrion Cross with Scarlett by his side. And I gotta say, this matchup between these two for the NXT Championship is gonna look tremendous. It's gonna look great. I dig where this is going. And if you guys had an opportunity to check out NXT, you saw the contract signing. You saw what happened. Um, Keith Lee had opened the contract and all of a sudden a flame, a ball of flame came right in his face. And holy sh- I mean, that's, that was actually pretty good. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I think that was, um, pretty amazing about how that shit went down and everything. So I can't wait. That's going to be the card for NXT TakeOver 30. And no doubt more matches are going to be coming in the next couple of days until NXT TakeOver happens on live, uh, on Saturday Live, August 22nd. Which, by the way, believe it or not, on the same time when NXT TakeOver 30 happens on Saturday, August 22nd. Which will also be the same time when AEW Dynamite appears Saturday night on August 22nd. You heard me correct. NXT TakeOver 30 is going to happen on the WWE Network, while over in TNT, they're going to have AEW Dynamite live on Saturday night, August 22nd. AEW competing with NXT once again, but this time on a Saturday night. We're going to see how that shit goes and more. Now, a lot of people have been asking me about my thoughts on the return of the Velveteen Dream. Now, we know that the Velveteen Dream was a part of the whole Speaking Out movement, and he has been accused of, uh, you know, uh, several things that have happened. And we know that, uh, from what I understand, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, Velveteen Dream was... Uh, the the last storyline that I remember out of the Velveteen Dream was he was supposed to have... He was supposed to team up with Dexter Loomis, right? But that didn't turn out so well. And then all of a sudden we heard that the Velveteen Dream was taken off television because of the speaking out movement and everything else like that in that particular nature. And then when it was announced that there was going to be a triple threat match, uh, Cameron Grimes and who was the other one? Um, I forgot who the third person was, but anyways, um, the second person was, but anyways, the third person would be a mystery. And that mystery person was the Velveteen Dream. And now, all of a sudden, people had started getting upset. 
hugely, hugely upset over the fact that the Velveteen Dream showed up on television. Now, we know that there have been several things that have been happening. Like, for instance, AEW had fired three of its superstars, one of them being Jimmy Havoc. Now, we know that, you know, Jimmy Havoc has had his problems and everything else like that. He was also a part of the Speaking Out movement as well. And the first thing that came to my head was it wouldn't surprise me if AEW does fire him. I mean, if they give him time, they give him time. But if they have to execute their right to fire him, then they're going to have to do it. So they went ahead and fired Jimmy Havoc this week. So he's no longer there. And there's uh, two other superstars. Um, P. Baisley. Bay Baisley, I think that's her name. <clears throat> and Sibby uh, West, I think that's also the other superstar that was released. They, they, they weren't part of the Speaking Out movement, but they were, they were released for some odd reason. So the Velveteen Dream would return, right? Would come back on television and this, the, the accuser, I forgot what the man's name is, was upset and had been blasting on WWE. Had been pretty much going on WWE's case just because of the release of the Velveteen Dream. Now, we don't know the full extent of this whole thing with the Velveteen Dream. We don't even know. I mean, even though he's appeared at NXT, we don't know for sure if he's you know, in for good or if he's just there for the time being. You know, maybe he was just there, you know, just to, you know, fill the last slot or or something else, uh, something in that particular nature. I know some people are thinking, well, why couldn't you just put somebody else in there instead of the Velveteen Dream? I know, I mean, that that's kind of, so many questions are com- popping up about the Velveteen Dream and everything. Here's the thing. I like the Velveteen Dream still. I think he's a tremendous athlete. I, I, I think some of the things that are happening with him are, quote unquote, mishandled and mis, mis, misled or... or other things that you could say about this, all I know is if the WWE chooses to bring in the Velveteen Dream, that's their decision. If they take him off once again, that would be good for right now. I think the Velveteen Dream should stay away from NXT TV for a while until this whole matter is completely over. And if, if it's being under investigation... Now, supposedly, the WWE has not even done any sort of investigation on the Velveteen Dream. As far as they're concerned, I think they... He's proven innocent, but trust me when I tell you, somebody, somebody's going to get in trouble for this. Somebody, I don't know who exactly, but somebody is definitely going to get in trouble for this. So those are going to be the matches that are going to take place over at NXT TakeOver. We're wondering how this whole situation involving the Velveteen Dream is going to happen. That is going to take place at NXT TakeOver 30. All the matches that I have announced. And more matches to be announced for NXT TakeOver 30. Be ready for that. Be ready as it happens. It's going to happen next week. And we are going to do a two-part episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. One will be about NXT TakeOver 30, and the other will be about uh, about WWE SummerSlam, which now brings me to WWE SummerSlam, and which now brings me to this. I saw something, and (sighs) I still can't believe this is going to actually happen. Now... I want to talk about Friday Night Smackdown for a moment. I had a chance to see Friday Night Smackdown, right? And they did this thing where they were going to put together... Everybody knows that Sasha Banks is going to go one-on-one against Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam. That's going to take place. Now that leaves Bayley. Bayley has a Smackdown Women's Championship, correct? 
And she will be defending her championship at SummerSlam against the winner of this Battle Royal. Now, everyone from NXT to SmackDown and even Raw is involved. Everyone is included in this Battle Royal. Now, check this out. The people that are involved in this are Lacey Evans, Naomi, Carmella, Shayna Baszler... Uh, let's see. Um, who else was in there? Um, Tamina Snuka. She was there. Shotzi Blackheart from NXT. Uh, Tegan Knox from NXT. Um, who else was involved? Uh, the Riot Squad members, uh, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, they were in there. Uh, the Iconics were involved. Everyone that has had a problem with, Baze- with uh, Bailey and Sasha. So, believe it or not, these are all the women that are included in this battle royal. Including, are you ready for this? If you guys saw Friday Night Smackdown, you know what I'm talking about. But if you have not, all the people that I just mentioned were added to this battle royal. The winner of this battle royal will be the number one contender to take on Bayley for the Smackdown Women's Championship at SummerSlam. I just mentioned every woman, every woman that Sasha and Bailey had a problem with. Every woman, every woman, including, are you ready for this? Including Asuka. That's right, Asuka. The woman that's going to take on Sasha Banks. For the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam. Now, I'm not going to suspense with the formalities. The Battle Royal went great. Loved the match. All the women were tremendous. And it came down to two. It came down to two women. Those two women were Asuka and Shayna Baszler. Now, in my head, I'm like thinking, oh, well, this is going to be badass. I mean, we're going to have Bayley. We're going to have... Sasha Banks versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. That's going to take place. I can't wait for that. And if things go well, it'll be Shayna Baszler against, you know, Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That's going to be great. I'm going to dig this. This is going to be a badass SummerSlam. Asuka eliminates Sasha. Uh, Asuka eliminates Shayna Baszler. Asuka eliminates Shayna Baszler. So Asuka not only has an opportunity to go after the Raw Women's Championship, she's also going to go after the SmackDown Women's Championship. So I'm sitting here, I'm watching all this. I'm like, are you out of your fucking minds? I know some people are like, everyone's excited, clapping. Yay, hey, it's going to happen. Yeah, she's going to have both belts in her hands. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? So let me get this straight. You got a woman like Oscar. I got nothing against her. I think she's a tremendous athlete. She's a tremendous athlete. I think what she does it every day, but you're going to give her another opportunity at a SmackDown Women's Championship that she's already had. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking insane? Are you out of your mind? Look, you had an opportunity to fix this whole fucking problem. All I wanted to see, all I wanted to see, pay attention, listen to me, man. Listen to me, okay? Listen to me. You had Asuka against 
Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam, and it worked out just perfectly. It was right. It was done. And then all you had to do, WWE, all you had to do was pull the fucking trigger. Put Sasha, I'm sorry, put Bailey. Put Bailey against Shayna Baszler and make her the SmackDown Women's Champion. It doesn't matter if she's from Raw. Make her the champion. That's all you had to do. But instead, you went ahead and let Asuka, that's right, Asuka, become the woman to face off against Bailey at SummerSlam. Oh, God. So let me get this straight. So at SummerSlam, not only is Asuka going to go after the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka's going to go after the SmackDown Women's Championship. <coughs> and let's see. Bailey has not beaten Asuka. Sasha has not beaten Asuka. So therefore, it would be right for those two to face off against Bailey face off against Asuka and yada 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 and blah 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 so I'm still trying to put all this together why in the world why in the world would you even do this okay so look and I'm really getting tired of seeing women wear two belts now it's stupid it's ridiculous it's one thing when it's a singles title and a tag team title but if it's two singles titles are you fucking kidding me are you out of your mind it's the whole it's the whole fucking Becky Lynch thing all over again you know I mean come on look people's people's expectations to see a wrestler become more than one champion is ridiculous it's stupid you know but it is what it is, unfortunately. That's what it is. So, let's review. Let's look at everything that's about to happen over at WWE SummerSlam. Live as it happens, Sunday, August 23rd, on pay-per-view and on the WWE Network. So, let's look at the, la- let's look at the matches that are going to take place, shall we? First matchup we have, the Street Profits are going to be defending their titles. The Raw Tag Team titles against Andrade and Angel Garza. That's going to take place. <coughs> also, for the WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre defends his championship against Randy Orton. That's going to happen and everything else like that. Also, Apollo Crews will be defending the United States Championship against MVP. We know about that matchup. Also, another one-on-one match that I'm still trying to digest, trying to see where this is going. So let me see if I've got this right. It's going to be Dominic, Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. <laughs> in a street fight. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure all this out. I'm still trying to wonder, okay, how is this going to work? Why? And will Rey Mysterio play a part in this? I don't know. We're going to find out this coming Saturday, this coming Friday, <clears throat> next Friday, on Friday Night SmackDown because he's supposed to make an appearance. No, on Monday. I'm sorry. My apologies. It's on Monday. Okay. Another matchup. The, uh, well, we just talked about this. Oh, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman to defend 
the Universal Championship against The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Now, it's starting to become clear now about what's happening with The Fiend or what's happening with this match. So Braun Strowman has apparently turned into a whole new person. Yeah, in other words, uh, they're actually turning Braun Strowman over to a heel because of the whole thing that happened with the swap match and everything. So, do I like this? I don't know because it's it's intriguing. It's very, very intriguing. But I don't know. One minute, you're, you're getting the Fiend to be who he is. As a matter of fact, his anniversary was just a couple of days ago when the Fiend debuted at WWE SummerSlam for 2019. Now, here we are. The Fiend is taking on Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. Uh, Alexa Bliss, we don't know if she, if she's supposed to be a babyface. We don't know if she's supposed to be Sister Abigail. We don't even know what the fuck's going on in this situation. I do know this. I do know that this has been going on for quite some time. I do know that, you know, we... You know, we're, we're starting to see it now. We're starting to see Braun Strowman become a heel in front of everybody. And it's get You know, they've been saying for a while that they're going to try and get The Fiend to be a babyface. And they're going to get Braun Strowman to be a heel. Which, which was already, you know, we already saw Braun Strowman as a heel anyway. I mean, even though he came out as babyface because he's the Universal Champion. Nobody wants Braun Strowman to be the champion. But... Everyone's prediction, everyone's prediction is that Braun Strowman is going to lose to The Fiend. That would be perfect. But now I'm starting to see something a little bit different. I'm starting to see something a bit different. In other words, I think Braun Strowman is still going to hold on to the Universal Championship just a little bit longer. Because something has to give. Something has to give. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing with this whole thing involving... um, the Fiend and Braun Strowman, but it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. So this is my thought on it. My thought on it is, I think we need to see, you know, where where this is going. You know, we need to, we need we need some more insight as to how this is going to go out. So at the at WWE SummerSlam, the Universal Championship will be decided. Braun Strowman will defend his championship against the Bray Wyatt, and. This should be interesting, like I said. I mean, I, I'm i thinking Braun Strowman's still going to hold on to the title, and The Fiend is going to somehow still hold on to the Universal... Oh, well, The Fiend is... Okay. I'm, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a lot of people confused right now. Braun Strowman's going to hold on to the championship. The Fiend is going to have something to do with Alexa Bliss. I think Alexa Bliss is going to turn into... Um, I think she's going to turn into Sister Abigail somehow. And I think we're going to see something between these two that has never been seen before. And it's going to be, it's going to play out a whole lot different. It's going to play out a whole lot different than what I expect. So while you guys can go ahead and say that The Fiend deserves to be the champion, not yet. Not yet. I I, I think there's something bigger to this. There's something bigger to this that... I think a lot of people may not see, but we'll find out what's going to happen at SummerSlam. And also, just announced, we know about the feud between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. This has been going on for quite a while. Now these two are going to face off against each other in a hair versus hair match. This is going to be pretty interesting. So let me see if I've got this right. 
you got a hair versus hair match. Sonya Deville was trying to cut Mandy Rose's hair. Now, she succeeded. But, however, you didn't cut enough hair. And, more importantly, you still, make, you still made Mandy Rose look hot. Okay? Don't get me wrong. If you even shorten her hair just a little bit, she would still look hot in so many ways. Now, these women are going to compete against each other in a hair versus hair match. Now, the last time something like this happened took place over WrestleMania 20. Molly Holly versus Victoria... The winner, if Molly Holly were to win the match, she would not only become the champion, she would lose her hair. You know, Victoria would lose her hair. But if Victoria were to win over Molly Holly, vice versa and everything else like that. So, interesting. So, we're going to see how all this takes place over at SummerSlam. We're going to see how all this is going to turn out next week. We still got a lot of stuff we need to talk about as far as SummerSlam goes. So be ready. The WWE Championship will be decided. The Universal Championship will be decided. We got a hair versus hair match. We got tag team titles on the line. Um, several other matches have not been announced. We don't, we don't know the location of where WWE SummerSlam is going to take place. But if I find out any information, I will let you know about it as soon as possible. So, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Next week on the episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast, it'll be not one, but a two-part episode. The first episode that comes out, we'll talk about NSC TakeOver 30. We're going to talk about all the matches from Pat McAfee to Adam Cole to the NXT Championship to the NXT Women's Championship and maybe the tag team titles, maybe something. We'll see what happens at NXT TakeOver 30. And then part two, we'll talk about all the matches that are going to take place at SummerSlam. Everything from the WWE Championship to the Universal Championship to everything and so much more. We're going to be talking about that next week. On SummerSlam weekend, it is going to be tremendous, guys. So, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of this episode of the Main Vet Talk Podcast. I will return with a new episode. And, like I said, we've got a lot we need to talk about. WrestleMania, uh, uh, SummerSlam weekend is coming. We got NXT on one side. And we got AEW Dynamite on the other side. And then we got WWE SummerSlam on SummerSlam weekend. It should be a tremendous weekend next week. Guys, be ready. I'm out of here, and I will see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Why? Because I can, and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. Big shout out to 40 Below Summer.